Welcome to the Art of the Dive. All that waiting, all that anticipation, and game week one is finally done. Jake's got COVID. Jake, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. How's COVID? I don't think I have COVID. I just got a little sick, but don't want to you go just into have, details. You, know? you just have all the symptoms of COVID. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I feel like I have like maybe like one-tenth of the symptoms. I don't even know the symptoms anymore. I, I kind of gave up, but... Yeah, you haven't heard them for a while, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... Um, trying to convince Jake that maybe he should like take care of that, but he's like, "I'm fine. I'm Jake. Yep. <laughs> Let's just record a podcast. Pushing. Yep, just keep going. That's what I always say. Into uh, the darkness. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with that, Jake. When you die, who should we have be like the uh, the new pod host? I don't know. I feel like you have a lot of people say that they could do a better job than me, so I think there's going to be plenty of people lined up. That's true. Although, perfect segue. <laughs> and I don't segue. doubt that they would do a better job, in all honesty. That, well, yeah, yeah. You're beat down and you're dying from COVID. So, uh, <laughs> the perfect segue, actually. Some people wrote in, Jake, like positive comments for you, which is a little frustrating. Uh, Marvin the oh. Gooner wrote in, I would like, and I didn't tell you this before the pod, I don't, and I don't think you looked at the sheet. So, mm-hmm. um, these are like some confidence boosters for you for today, because I feel like, you know, with your COVID, you could use it. Uh, Marvin the Gooner writes in, I would like to give a shout out to Jake, who has actually been doing his homework this year, bringing more to the pod. And Kenny said, is Jake actually starting to sound like he knows what he is talking about on the pod? Has he got people doing private research for him as he's always whining about being too busy? Question mark. Oh my gosh, did they look at my score, though? I don't know. I appreciate the comments, though. I will say that. I, I came home today, and it's day one of my work week, and I was like, hey, I need a drink to my wife. And that's like that's not something I usually do, especially when I'm working. I needed one today. Yeah. You don't drink at work? Well, definitely don't drink at work. Um, right. I don't typically drink. Just like fentanyl like, and stuff. Yeah, just hard drugs. I, I don't do that, by the way. I don't typically <laughs> do, I don't typically come home and drink, even if it's like one or two, not usually on like work days. Not that that like, I, not that it's wrong. I just don't usually bother. But today I like need one. I like have a feeling like I won't be able to sleep if I don't drink, which is probably not ideal. No, I mean, that's a good way to live your life, to be to that point. Yeah. Um, What did you have for a drink? Uh, I have a red blend from my wife's wine shop that she's working on. Nice. I've got a little, uh, I've got a Chianti tonight. Oh, nice. Both reds. Yeah. Yeah. A good table wine. All right. Well, let's get into, um, let's get into some, some FPL stuff. I mean, a game week one done. Um. Garf writes in, big picture, with the news of more and more COVID cases in England, is this affecting your strategy? Well, Jake's got it, so it's affecting his. You better get that bus team set, Jake. Uh, is it affecting your strategy, Jake? Not yet, no. Yeah. Me neither. I just feel like it's, I can, I have like fires already on my team early in the year, which sucks. Um, and it's going to be hard to put those out. So I can't really be thinking about, I can't be bothered with COVID just like most of the rest of the world. Trust the Pogsess says, uh, who and what types of people are most likely to overreact after game week one? And by people, I mean standard FPL players, not Jake, since he always overreacts. (laughs) Fair. 
Jake kind of people probably are overreacting right now. Um, did you play your wild card yet? No, I didn't. I talked myself off the ledge. Yeah, Jake, Jake, we'll talk about it in a minute, but Jake was like three games into the game week and like, I guess I'm playing my wild card. I'm going to do it. <laughs> this, was a, this was a disappointing week and I'll get into it, but oh man, the uh, okay. what ifs. Um, the what ifs. Yeah, the what ifs indeed. Chap wrote right in or writes in, we need to praise John Moss, um, who refereed the Crystal Palace Southampton match on the pod. The perfect use of VAR along with the pitch side monitor. Uh, for a contentious decision hope var helps with correct decisions and does not destroy football this season that was good wasn't it um mm-hmm. the use of var there were a couple of use of var this weekend and it was faster it was more efficient and it was properly used it seemed like didn't it yeah it was much better i liked it yeah that was great the kwp reversal of the red card i was like kind of happy that he had a red because i don't have him um and of course have vinegar strokes and now that's a huge problem <laughs> but um but so it goes um Let's get into our game weeks, Jake. Uh, the league, so it's it's actually nighttime here. I think it's been the, the last game finished like six hours ago. We're recording kind of late, and we were hoping that everything would be updated, but it still isn't, which is really impressive as usual by official FPL. Uh, but let's get into our game weeks. Do you want to start, Jake, and take us through your team and kind of how the performance went? Do you remember how to do this? Yeah, I remember, unfortunately. Um, so... I guess we can't really do game week ranks then because it's not up to date. I think game week ranks are updated. It is? Okay. Yeah, I just think the leagues, like overall, I think is updated, but leagues still are like the tables are processed. I'm not 100% sure on that. So, okay. Well, game week rank currently is 1,644,000, and I won't go into the change, but yeah. So, not great. Um, I'm just going to, you know how like, I don't know if you remember this, but like in grade school, you could get like incompletes. That's kind of how I feel like my team qualified this week. (laughs) Um, That's a pretty good. That's actually a really good image. Like it's like you didn't get an F. Your teacher just put an I on it and was like, do it again. Yeah, (laughs) That's kind of how like I really feel. I mean, uh, you know, Sala was my vice captain, took it off the last second. I mean, that's fine. That that kind of that happens during the season um i'm glad he was in my team um Mm -hmm. obama yang uh 14 i'll probably get some crap from people because people were like oh jake said it's not possible to have both in your team it is possible i just i just didn't really like the formats with that team but it paid off probably this week um kasala Gosh, he's just, I don't know how you, I'm going to get rid of him now because that was kind of the plan, but we'll get into that. And then uh, Werner up top with the assist today, kind of disappointing. Mitrovic, he's one of my incompletes. Ali, incomplete. That was a whoops. Um, yeah. Robbo, okay. Like he got in its return. Uh, Liverpool looked terrible defensively. Whatever. Uh, Justin was my be- my star defender um, from Leicester, clean sheet and an assist. And then, you know, Kyle Walker, Peters and Trent one apiece. Doherty at two, McCarthy at two. Just a lot of ones. I, what I five players with ones? I was like, that's not what you want to see. And then, of course, it was hilarious. You know, I I was I kind of kept this pick a secret. But I had Potence on my team, and we didn't really. No one really talked about him in our group, and I was like, I think he's going to be good. 
as, as soon as he was in the starting lineup for Wolves and he, he was on my bench and I knew I had a bunch of one-pointers, I knew there is no way he doesn't get a return because he can't come into my team. Um, and sure enough, he got an assist off the bench for me. So, hmm. Or not not Except, coming off the bench, staying on the bench, I should say. He has an assist Yeah, but like, but like proper good pick there. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I made a lot of good picks watching the games. Um, but there's still, you know, there's problems in my team game week one. So 60 yeah. points overall, that's what it's going to be. Um, the average just got updated, which is disappointing. It said 37 when I last refreshed, and now it says 50. So I'm yeah. pretty much just above average. Great. Yeah, except, like, I mean, you're, it's not good, but, like, it's not a catastrophic game week. You True. know what I mean? Like, like one point, what are you, 1.8 million, 1.6 million? Yeah, 1.6. Yeah, I mean, and you have, like, a lot of the right players. Like, you, you got, like, the ABBA Sala thing right, so... Like Jake, you're you're good, Jake. You're good. You're doing a good <laughs> ah, job, buddy. I'm above average. I'm, there you I'm go. I'm trying to like reel back all the mean things I've done to you this episode because next week you won't be here anymore. Yeah. You know, like so I kind of feel like I need to, you know, like this episode I'm going to be really nice. Would you like that? Yeah, I think each week I'm going to come down with a new illness, so. <laughs> hey, you know, Jake, hey, hey, we'll be here for you, okay? Okay, we're going to get, hey, hey, we're going to get you through this, buddy. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. How'd your uh, team do? Yeah, yeah, good. Um, I had a a very good game week. Um, Mostly, almost only because I captained Salah. The Liverpool game um, is what got almost all of my points. So, you know, I I had Salah Aubameyang on my team as placeholders, basically. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with both of them. I... Uh, my initial plans were to move both of them down um, next game week. So not so hold this game week and then move both of them. But I, I'll I'll evaluate after this next game week. I'm probably just going to hold. And so I, I did Captain Salah. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about him and kind of his performance at some point. Um, Vice Captain Aubameyang, so I was happy to have him. Uh, did have uh, Robbo and Van Dyke, And that was actually not on purpose. That's out of necessity. Um, so I really wanted Trent. And so I will completely admit that I lucked into that. It was just the only way to make it work was to go with Van Dyke. Um, so off to a nice start with the, with the goal from him, um, kind of a downer, like you said, that Liverpool played so poorly. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that match later. Cause we have a question about Liverpool defense. Um, so that Robert Van Dyke goal was awesome. Um, McCarthy and goal. So nothing there. Mitchell, uh, played for me. Um, I know he probably only has like two or maybe even three game weeks. And now the next game weeks are going to be tough. Man United away, Everton home, Chelsea away, uh, which really sucks, especially with Vinagre um, looking like he's either out or like not going to be playing. I'm not exactly sure what the situation is there, but it's bad. Um, Havertz played really, really deep, um, which is frustrating. Um, Ali was um, embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Like we almost never like say get this guy it's gonna work out and then like we did that and now uh he fucking got pulled at halftime so that was cool um and then uh werner and mitrovic up top the mitrovic thing did suck i mean i know it was arsenal and they probably weren't scoring anyways but like yeah could have i mean kamara had a chance right in the beginning of the game that yeah i don't know but Yeah, yeah i what i'm hearing i i don't know like a lot of people had like a meltdown about him and before you melt down about him um 
he did play uh, two full 90-minute matches for Serbia, right? Isn't he Serbian, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you know, he got back, and I guess there was talk about, like, not wanting to, to overuse him. And then also, I think Scott Parker thought that he'd get, like, crafty for his first Prem match, you know? Like, yeah. you know, oh, Arsenal are going to have a lot of possessions, so I'm going to play camera who's going to get in behind. Mitro's the wrong pick. I'm a manager genius. And it's just like, shut the fuck up, Scott Parker. Like, you know, play Mitrovic because he's your best goal scorer on the team. You know, like, stop trying to stop trying to overthink this. Um, and that's it. Yeah, and Warner up top. And, and so a good, good game week, 77 points total. Game week rank of 425,000. So so that's my overall as well. And and yeah, I feel good about it. It was a fine start. I mean, obviously issues. Alley, vinegar strokes um, are both huge issues. Havertz will probably go to Pulisic whenever he's for sure healthy, although there's mm-hmm. now doubts about that. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll just monitor the Mitro situation and then Aubameyang and Salah, we have to decide what we're doing with them. But otherwise, not not so bad, you know? Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Better yeah. for you you know, I would say good for you above average for me, maybe above average. Uh, yeah. Slight, like slightly, slightly, above very, average. very slightly yeah. above average. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Slack community team did fine. Uh, 62 points. So just uh, edging Jake by a little bit. Um, Sala captain really saved mm. the team because the back line was TAA Walker Peters and Egan who got a total of two points between the three of them. Um, Susek uh, with two points, Ali one, Havertz uh, with two, um, Mitchell on the bench, so so it goes. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, overall, let me see here, overall rank of um, 1.5, roughly 1.5 million, so um, not, a, not a terrible week for the team. Yeah, not terrible, slightly above average. Slightly above average. Uh, let's get into the leaderboards. I don't know that they're like if they're updated or not because everything's being really, really slow. So I'll do League Dive, Jake, and then you can do the PSL Super League top five. I'll do top ten in the dive. So there's a bunch of people um, tied for eighth. Uh, title twenty one, Andy. Uh, Tio eighth. The boys, Tobias, uh, John, John's doll. Uh, six. Uh, Sally Ballers, Alex Thorne. Um, Oh, these guys are all tied for eighth. Sorry. Game of Thrones, Frank uh, Schwerman. Uh, seventh, Tan Guy and Cash, Elliot Mayhall. Sixth, Northern Lights FC, Joe Bloggs. Fifth, Black County FC, Nitin Patel. Um, Artificial Intel FF, Khalid Vert, tied for second with Merengue. Um, uh, Faisal Badran, I think. Uh, also tied for second, The Dude Abides, Yaha Hassam. And then uh, in first, Tiz Zoltz. Tiz, Stefan de Jong, 103 points this game week. Did he play a chip? No, did not play a chip. Impressive. <laughs> Damn it. Had uh, Salah, Captain, Vardy, Warner, Aubameyang, uh, Saiz, Mitchell, and Justin. 103 total points. Game week rank of 7,700. So that's, pretty that's solid. A, well well, well done by everybody that week. Jake, you want to hit us with the best uh, supporters league in the world, the uh, PSL Super League? Yeah, I will. I almost had a pumpkin beer, but I went with wine. Um, Ooh, that would have yeah, been nice. It would have been. Maybe tomorrow. Hey, 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 you know what? Hey, buddy, you know what? Maybe you should have both tonight. Huh? <laughs> God, it might be that kind of night. Let's be real. Could be your last night on earth kind of night. So, yeah, you yeah. should probably have, have both. I mean. Put it up. Um, I'm going to do top five because it just 
well, what what is going on? In, there's a game week points and then a total points. But the that's game what week they do, yeah, that's what they do every week, right? And because but it's the game, game week, week points don't equal the total. Yeah, points. Yeah, I know. That's because that means the league's not updated, Jake. Should I look around and just go with the top game week points? Then that makes more sense to me, right? Sure. I'll I'll do my best. I apologize if I I get this out of order a little oh my bit. God. Are we ever gonna get to the top? People or not, I Jake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 hey. Take a deep breath. You're doing great. You're doing great. Okay. You're doing great. I feel, I feel like you're mocking me now. Okay, so kind of like tied for fifth or sixth. I didn't count exactly, but with solid game weeks of 81, uh, the teeth of Suarez, Patty Pa. Um, and then new team, Mo Newman, both with 81, pretty solid. Next up, uh, Royce Krispies, Matt Fielding with 83. Um, there is an 86, African Jake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, that team I don't know why it's funny, but it's just like... It's just funny. It's just funny because it's African Jake. I don't yeah, know. it just slowed me up. Uh, Andrew... Uh, Mwangi. I'm sorry if I butchered your last name. Um, and then an 88 with oh, Meredith Wilson's back. Um, she ended up getting, yeah, 88 points. Pretty solid. I'll have to check out her team in a bit. And then number one, Game of Throw-Ins 91 by Frank Sherman. I think that's the high. Yes. So there you go. It's impressive. Um, all right, so we do this year have like a head-to-head league running. Um, we have like two. We have a, a it's sponsored by Master. Sorry, it's not sponsored by Master Stroke Dildo. When you need the best dildo, choose Master Stroke. How was that? That was a little scary, but good. <laughs> is that like the right right voice for a dildo commercial, or is that like a scary voice? <laughs> I can't tell if it's like a new Halloween movie coming out or new. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but um, anyways, I'll just like really, really quickly. So uh, the way the league is working is uh, everybody's like assigned to a different, um, a different team. Um, and so there's like, you know, everybody's got, you know, uh, um, you know, Liverpool leads, um wolves right so like there's all these different matchups right and then uh the teams get pitted against one another just like in the league right so it follows the league so um the big the big matchup obviously is pool versus leeds um what's it early bath united representing liverpool and the art of the dive representing leeds and we won a 77 to 74 uh this week that was a big matchup um, and then Sheffield United Wolves, I thought was a big one too, with IU underestimated uh, representing Wolves and William Dollar Baby representing Sheffield United with um, Sheffield United and William Dollar Baby actually taking it. Um, and so after after the league kind of played out here, Meredith Wilson's actually in first, so they, they look at um, they look at points like total points, and then your you know head to head points. So you get three points for a win, one for a draw. Um, so in first is Meredith in second is Steven and I'm currently in third with, uh, Bobby Love, um, a very average to below average player in uh, fourth place. Um, so kind of fun, fun little league, uh, that should be a good, add to some good excitement for the season. So let's get into, uh, some rotating section sections, sections, Jake sections. Uh, let's start with Jake's mistakes. We haven't done Jake's mistakes for a long time. So I'll do a little like, you know, like. 
He's got COVID, he's gonna die. He probably should have gone to the doctor. It's Jake's mistakes. That was good, yeah. Is it, um, do you think I'm being like insensitive? Do you think people are gonna be like, you shouldn't be making COVID jokes about Jake? I don't know. I mean, they don't know. I could, I could have it in all honesty, but I feel okay. So I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. We we do have a lot of people that listen to the pod who are like, they know that everything's lighthearted and we don't think COVID's funny. Yeah. But then we also like have these people that from time to time will be like, I'm offended. I'm a snowflake. Like, okay. Well, we have new listeners. So I guess I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings. That was good. That was good. It's not a I, joke. It's not a joke, except when Jake has it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. My mistakes. Where do we where yeah. do we start and where do we end? Well, Garf wrote in small picture, what is your biggest regret post-game week one? I think that's a good place to start. What do you feel like is the one mistake that you, you, if you could rectify it right now, what would you have done? Yeah. Two, just one like wholesale thing. I think I need to get better about just going for it in a shorter week span because I feel like there's always going to be issues. So why even plan out multiple weeks? Um, hmm. like just plan out like maybe like three weeks max. I just, I don't know. Cause a lot of the players that were on my list for that did really well. Like Reese James was like kind of high on my list and like he did phenomenal, like kind of a weird call, but like I knew he was going to play and I knew Brighton would be terrible. Um, didn't even keep the clean, but he got a goal and an assist. And so, you know, that's like not like it's, it's like nitpicking again, I, you know, I, but I just, Guys like him and Vardy were really high on my list just because of how terrible the teams were that they were playing. And maybe I shouldn't plan out because, like, I thought Allie was going to be a fantastic pick. And here we're getting to the second part. But, like, he's a he's a major issue on my team now. Um, the nice thing is he's priced at a good price point so I can do mm-hmm. a lot of things with him. But a major issue that I wasn't planning on having to use. Like, I thought he was nailed. Number 10 roll. Um, if not getting a return, I figured he'd play 90 minutes and look pretty decent and maybe get me a clean sheet point. Like that's kind of what I felt like would be the worst case scenario. Not like a 45 minutes, like you get pulled by Mo and he, he hates you for the rest of the season. Yeah. There's a couple of rumors circulating around the whole alley thing right now. So one rumor obviously is that he just got hooked. Like he wasn't working uh, well enough, like working with a high enough work rate. Uh, a second rumor is that he actually picked up a small injury, like a you know, like a knock or something, and they pulled him at halftime. Uh, a third rumor is that he got in a fight with someone in the dressing room, like another player, and Jose got pissed about it and pulled him. So two of those rumors are really bad for his future, like, yeah. and, and could be a huge problem for us. One of them sucks, like the injury, right? But like, wouldn't be the end of the world because maybe he's okay in a week and can play again. Um, yeah, Allie's that it sucks, man. I, I, I really was confident in that pick too. And when the lineup came out and he was playing in the number 10 and he was like often playing in front of Kane, I was really excited. I just thought like, wow, like everything I've ever believed in is coming true, you know? And then it didn't, it was just worthless. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my, that's my big issue. Otherwise, like my players looked pretty good except Liverpool defense but I, I like that's the thing is like Robbo and Trent are in my team to stay like they're it doesn't matter I don't I right. Liverpool could give up 
four goals a game for the rest of the season and they'll probably still work out so well probably not but yeah (laughs) yeah i I, I understand i I get the point in the in the the comments um i think my biggest mistake uh so i went with like a relatively as i normally do a relatively i ended up you know i had said i'm gonna build out a good bench and like i i kind of did okay this year with it but like i went with a relatively fragile um like team structure if you will like i don't have i know i have a lot of like good coverage but i don't you know like i i I can't risk like guys not playing um and so like i went with vinagre and i was going to go actually with kwp and i know that the difference in total points isn't a big deal but like the difference in the situation is huge Mm -hmm. um i went with vinagre because nuno came out and said like oh the new players are going to need time to bet in and i thought that meant oh he's good to go you know, and he had kind of mentioned that Vinagre is probably going to stay, um, but it just obviously wasn't the case. So I really feel like that that's a pretty frustrating situation for me. Maybe I should have gone a bit more. Con- I, I tend to be pretty conservative. And as soon as that news came out that like a new player was brought in that could play his position, I probably should have moved on um, and brought somebody else in. But I, I held. So it's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, Garf wrote in a lost in translation section. He says, jog on, son. Jog on. I don't know what that means. Um, let's do Marco's differential pick of the week. Should we do that this week? Sure. Do I get to make a pick or no? Is it just you? Yeah, we can both. We can do a differential pick of the week for this okay. next week. And then we've got, you know, we'll like keep moving. We'll have some questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, th- I think, I don't know if it's necessarily like a differential at this point. I would say anything sub 10% is probably differential. And I hate that I'm going to say it, but um, damn, I think Calvert-Lewin's actually going to be good. I, I'm pissed about that because I had him for a lot of last year, like when he had that great run mm-hmm. and I completely ignored him. And now he had a, a good goal and now he's going to play West Brom at home and, I, and then Crystal Palace away and then Brighton home. I, I don't know. I think that's a, a player that if I could get to him, I would. Um, unfortunately, I have other issues on the team. Yeah, that's funny because like I was like, ooh, I think it's going to be an Everton guy. And I was like, do I say DCL or do I like <clears throat> I watched that game. West Brom looked atrocious in the second half. Like it was like I was watching, I don't know, like a, a high school game where the other team just beats the shit out of the other team like 10-0 i just like west brom couldn't do anything in that second half um so i actually was leaning more toward richie might be better um Mm -hmm. but we'll see um i'll stay away from that game and just make a, a different pick of the week um i think i think that just Spurs get it together, and I think Kane gets a goal and an assist this week. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. get rid of Kane off right off the bat. Like I think they'll be okay. All right, I like that pick, Calvert Lewin. I will say in like defense of us not picking him because a lot of people are like, "Told you, Calvert Lewin was like worthless from an expected point of view." And if you look at his yeah. heat map, it looks like he has chicken pox. <laughs> Like he picked the ball up all over the place. Like he must've touched the ball like 10 times the whole game. 
Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't just jump to bring him in except the fact that he plays West Brom and they looked yeah. so bad. Like, I mean, if you look at the promoted teams, they in total gave up 10 goals. There wasn't really much in any of the other games except we, we kind of knew Chelsea would probably beat Brighton handedly and they did. Um, so honestly, the game we kind of went as expected but like there's a couple there's a couple traps you know like vardy might still be a trap it's a trap um, yeah dcl i i wouldn't just like randomly jump to i don't think he's a terrible pick but like yeah that was a fantastic it's it's more of a testament to dinge his ability True. to play a ball like True. that than what dcl you, so but can we can we just like pivot for a minute what do you mm-hmm. i mean what do you think about everton like people are are like so hard you know like about everton right now they're just like eight popped eight viagras ready to rock like everton all day um what i mean what what do you really don't get me wrong i think they played well i thought spurs uh from an organizational standpoint were average in the midfield and played with such little energy they were listless it was it was it was embarrassing to like watch them play as professional players and they just allowed like Everton to like keep the ball and do basically whatever they wanted and Everton only managed one goal the entire match um do you think like everybody's loving oh Rodriguez oh he was so good was he no Everton had the lowest xg of any of the winners in the Premier League I I think the hard th- I-, I was stuck on a lot of everton players because one you know all those new players kind of joining at the end they're a tough team to evaluate um and to to clarify i didn't watch the match yet so this is all based on just kind of like reading and i need to kind of like look a little bit at the highlights but i i think yeah they're okay picks for right now but i'm they're not like season long holds that's the problem though like if you're gonna own them you gotta own them right now um so it's like if i don't get those players in this game week or next game week i am not gonna i'm not gonna go with them um but i don't think i'd go with rodriguez i think i'd go with dcl richie um or or honestly just dinge probably because he's gonna keep picking up assists and cleans because they have such easy fixtures that's probably the one player i'd get in yeah i wasn't super into the into dinge but uh i I think he played i mean i think he played really well in the match um and they do like you said they do have the they do have the the fixtures unfortunately he did not play very high up the pitch like he sometimes does and maybe that was a product of playing against spurs um that he was just sitting back a little bit more you know his expected assist was only 0.1 um and he didn't have like a ton of service into the match which was a little bit frustrating but yeah i I don't know that i'm like i like the fixtures but i'm not full on the everton train maybe that's wrong now, you got to go with one and hope you get the right guy. I don't think you go multiple Everton players. I think that's not going to work out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just had to, I had to get onto that. Um, Bilster asks with all these podcasts, which one of the dive team do you expect to get divorced first? Hmm. You think you or me divor- divorced first? Uh, I, I probably, well, I'm going to die soon, but probably mm-hmm. me. Does that, no, Does it's not really a divorce. She just widowed. Yeah, so does that like rule you out? Does that mean like I automatically can't Oh, you lose? win. No, you're yeah. the champion then. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, oh, the first thing you've ever beat me at, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. First one to the grave. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Geek wrote in a pretty good little rant here. Uh, everyone is such crybabies. Lucky if you got Salah's captaincy returns. Two pens are lucky. Just shut up. Everyone knows Salah has penalty duty uh, and that he can go crazy whenever. That's probably fair. A, fair a little, little fair. I think that's a little bit less fair than like if someone would rub a Vardy. Oh, I have Vardy on my team in my face. That that I would be like, mm, you got pretty lucky because Vardy did not look good. Um, they just got two penalties that, yeah, were, one was foolish. The Justin penalty, like he was on the outside of the box. He had no chance of doing anything um and just barely got clipped and then the other one i think well barnes actually shot it so i don't know if they would have actually scored it but vardy to be fair was like open in the middle of the goal so i mean yeah. that one i'll i'll give it he probably would have had a tap in um but yeah Salah, you know whenever you captain the right player like i think you i think you did it right I, I, yeah his yeah. uh vardy's non-penalty xg was zero yeah <laughs> He didn't look good. Um, I mean, it's kind of that's the thing though with that's Vardy. him though. Yeah, that's yeah, him. yeah. Like he his just to give you some perspective, right? I've got the two players pulled up. Salah had a total of eighty-eight touches in the match, um, eighty-two of which were in the opponent's half. Uh, Vardy had a total of seventeen touches, uh, eleven of which were in the opponent's half. Um, so so Salah touches the ball once every one point eight minutes, while Vardy touches it once every eleven point three in the match pretty crazy i mean really like that's that's i know that a lot of that comes down to style of play but that's just insane like the difference in involvement there it's insane too with how much lester looked better than west brom like they had the ball like the whole yeah. second half and like honestly barnes looked the much better player the entire game true yeah he, so. he looked sharp actually and you kind of you called him on the last pod and i was like eh i'm nervous that he might not play and you're like well i think he could be a really good pick at that price point you weren't wrong. He could have scored probably two or three goals. He had good chances. Yeah. He might be someone I switch Alley to this week, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I um I could see that. Like just given the price point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, a number of good touches in the box. I was just looking at his stuff. Um yeah, his XGI was 0.78. That's pretty good. Yep. But he's going to be kind of under the radar because he didn't get a single return except the clean right. sheet point. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, I so unless like you it. watch, yeah, unless you watch the game or unless you, you know, look up his stats, you wouldn't really know that he's like a player that that played well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's take a short break. We've got a handful of questions. Follow like like looking at next week, the upcoming game week, and then we'll talk captain picks. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Welcome back. Second half of the pod. We've got a bunch of questions. But before we get to that, join the Patreon, support the podcast, provide funds to keep this thing going. Jake and I actually just had to pay for all the upping of the website. So now in order to do that, we had to sell each one of our sports cars. And I actually decided this time I'd take the hit and sell uh, one of my three beach homes that I've acquired from this podcast. So uh, it is expensive to run the podcast. So uh, you didn't sell the one us. in Greece, did you? Yes, Jake. I sold oh, that one. Oh, no. That was my fave. Why'd you have to bring that up? I just was curious. You didn't tell me about it. Mm. Well, I'm not happy about it. But uh, 
yeah, support the podcast. You can go to patreon.com backslash the art of the dive. Um, or you can go on to Twitter. There's a little link right on there. Or you can go to our, our website, divefpl.com and just click. And it's really, really easy. And it uh, there's a couple levels. Like there's like a dollar a month support level if you just want to do that. Uh, all the way up to five a month. And there's quite a few people actually that do that one. And we really appreciate all the people that do that and the community that comes with it. You get into our Slack channel. Uh, we send you things like a t-shirt at some point. Um, you know, we, we do the PSL Super League. We talk a lot of shit with one another. It's fun. Um, so get in. Um, Jake, a number of questions. I think the first one to start with is what Thomas wrote in. He said, can we discuss Sala a little bit? Um, and he said, uh, let's see here. Um, is two penalties sustainable? He took a lot of shots and looked electric, but his XG was relatively low. Marvin writes in, not having Salah was part of the plan, but after a hat trick and such a shitty game week, do I scrap the plan and get him in? And then Jamie writes in, should players who score pens only get one point instead of four or five or six? Um, let's talk about Salah, huh? Um, we both decided to put him in our team. Um, I mean, I thought he was the best pick for the captains this week. Why did you not captain him? Um, Basically, it was based on Arsenal's prior performances against Fulham. Like, I kind of expected a 3-0 win. Like like two years ago? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. It was three years ago, to be fair. But, like, they beat (laughs) him, like, 5-0. It's, like, one of the few teams that they kind of demolish and... I went between like home versus away and then I went between like you know who statistically tends to get a lot more chances and so there is a little bit between the both of them. I honestly felt like it was a 50-50 pick and so I just leaned toward Aubameyang cuz I thought Leeds defensively would be a little bit more stout than Fulham. That's that's mm. literally all it came down to. Like I thought you know, Liverpool would maybe score two, maybe three, but I didn't think Salah would go off. Um, he doesn't tend to get like he either tends to get like three goals a game or or one or zero. I feel like he doesn't. I don't know. He's not, not just, a brace guy. Yeah, that's not true. a brace guy. And I just I thought Aubameyang brace Salah like a goal assist at best. So I I lean yeah. toward Aubameyang. But yeah, you know, I was yeah. Wrong. I mean. So, so you weren't totally wrong, like in thinking about like Leeds versus Fulham. I mean, Fulham were um, disgusting defensively. They they were really, really bad defensively. Uh, Aubameyang could have had more goals. I mean, yeah. the reality of it is they both had relatively low expected goals for this pick. So their non penalty xG, Aubameyang was only point two three, and Salah was point three eight. Um, now the difference was Salah amassed uh, uh, that expected goals based off of a bunch of shots, okay? So he had nine goal attempts on the game to Aubameyang's three. So what that says to me is Aubameyang had less attempts, but they were much better quality um, compared to compared to Salah's. And um, of course, Salah um, had the two penalties, which I know is, is Thomas brings up, right? That's unsustainable. That's not going to continue to happen. But, um, you know, I think the thing that tipped the scales for me, and again, you know, I don't love to like, craft too much narrative but um you know like you know leads are going to play higher up the pitch than what fulham was going to do right and so fulham was maybe going to limit the total amount of opportunities um they were going to try to do that whereas uh leads there may have been opportunities but like the idea with them is they like pressure you in all moments so those opportunities maybe are squandered or wasted um so 
I guess the difference is Salah scored, right? He didn't score like an open play, right? And and that does speak a little bit to like the way Leeds defend. So like you weren't wrong. You know what I mean? Like does that does that kind of make sense or no? That does a little bit. It does make me feel better though. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I think Salah was the best pick because I thought I I picked him because I thought Leeds were going to be opened up because of the way they press. Yeah. When in reality what actually happened is like probably they were so freaking gassed from like pressing the whole time that they gave up two silly penalties and a set piece goal where I mean Salah ripped the net off you know what I mean it was a great finish so you know the plus side though for Salah is just like I think he scores I was reading something like 60 65 66 percent of his total points FPL points at home or maybe mm-hmm. even a little higher than that um and so you know, to me, like anytime he's at home, he's captainable. Anytime he's at home against a bottom half team, he's super captainable. Yeah. Um, and that's because that's you the know. thing. We were, we talked about it briefly, or I did. There was that article that, again, I should have looked, but he put it together about which guys do the best against poor teams. And Salah and Aubameyang are like right up there. Um, They tend to bash the poor teams. I just didn't think Leeds would fall into that category. And maybe they won't at the end of the year. I think it's a testament to you understanding Leeds better than I did. Um, Maybe you were just, I think you were just on it. Their pressing was just not good against Salah. I mean, Mane didn't do a single thing really. And that's, just kind of the type of players that they have. I feel like if if you press Liverpool, Salah destroys you. If you hang back, Mane, you know, shoots the ball yeah. from the top of the box and just scores on yeah. you. So that's the nice thing about that team. And Liverpool scored um, three of right three of their total goals yeah. off of set plays, a corner, yeah. no four, a corner, two penalties, and then the ball that was swung into Salah that was headed down or swung into somebody else and headed down, and Salah finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't an issue of open play. So that's what I'm saying is I, you know, I tried to craft a narrative and I was wrong. I just got yeah. lucky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah, the fair. point I'm trying to make. Um. So, uh, Jamie, should players who score pens get one point? That's dumb. Salty much? Jamie wanted Mane to be the goal scorer. Yeah. I don't get much right, but we did tell Jamie probably just go with Salah for multiple reasons, but that's okay. Yeah. We all make mistakes, uh, Jamie. Yeah, we do. We do. And we like Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just don't like his money pick. Yeah. Native American Drake writes in Delhi Alley and Ings to Martial and Greenwood question mark. Uh so yeah. for a hit, huh? Do you like that? No, not with the hit. I, I mean I think Martial's a okay player. So I would maybe go Barnes if you're gonna do that. Um I just don't think Martial and Greenwood long-term are good. Maybe for this game week, it's not terrible, but long-term. And, like, what if what's going on with Sancho? Like, is he coming? Is he not? I don't know. Yeah, Green- I would not bring... Yeah, yeah, I would not bring in Greenwood right now. Yeah. Not I, for, I know that... It, not for a hit, especially. Because, no. so. what? yeah, what happens if he comes in and then Greenwood's out, right? Yeah. Just uh, Yeah. Um. Ings, uh, Southampton looked pretty sad, didn't they? Did you watch yeah, that match? They looked like they needed Stu. I watched that match, and I don't know if it's a testament to Crystal Palace um, or if it's Southampton. My guess is it's a little bit of both, but 
Crystal Palace just countered them. I mean, Southampton probably were the stronger team, but like they could not stick with Zaha and it just created so many issues for them. And, you know, Ings had a good play at the end where he probably could have got a header goal, but uh, Gaita made a decent save. I don't don't think you immediately need to get rid of Ings, but we both kind of were off Ings saying he's probably not going to have the same year as last year. He's probably going to end up being down on points, but they still have good fixtures. I don't know if I'd necessarily get off of them right off the bat, but I don't think... I think if you have Martial this week, that's fantastic. He's a really good differential and will probably get a goal. Yeah, the the difference, though, for me, like just the only little area of concern was like Southampton had this great run when Ings was playing really, really well last year, um, basically mm-hmm. the second half of the season, and Danny made his his money off of touches in the box, right? So like he was getting ton, like his heat map was right. It looked it looked crazy, right? It was just completely mm-hmm. lit up on the inside of the box, and he had touches in the box, he had attempts in the box, he only had. Um, Let's see. He had 17 touches in the final third, um, which is okay, right? It, just to give you perspective again, like you know, Salah had 58. Okay. Now, I know we're comparing apples and oranges, and that's a little bit different, but, um, but you know, it wasn't going through him maybe as much. And his goal attempts in the box, um, let's see. He had uh, three total goal attempts in the box, which is fine, um, but two of them were headed goal attempts, which are really, really hard to convert. Um, so that says to me that like the ball wasn't at his feet in dangerous areas. I know it's only one game week, so we probably shouldn't judge it too much. But I just, I don't, I don't know if I love Danny right now. Also, his heat map's weird. He picked up the ball a lot, like just on the sideline of the field. I don't know. He was all over. Were... He was all over. I think yeah, it's because think... Stu was gone. In all honesty, I think Stu makes a big difference for that oh. team. Okay. Um. Fark asks, how can I get Vinagre, Saka, and Ali out of my team without using wildcard or taking a hit? Hmm. Ali, wait, who was it? Ali, Vinagre, and Vinegar Saka. Strokes, Saka. Well, if I guess I was doing that, in, if I was doing that in order, I'd probably go with Ali first to free funds for Vinegar Strokes because Saka might play this week. That's true. You know, Arteta rotates a lot. So, I mean, he's probably the most likely to play. Um, I don't know. We didn't even talk. About, we'll talk about Ali more, I guess, what we're going to do with our teams maybe. So, well, why don't we just do it? Do you want to just do um, that? I yeah, mean, what, I just, so, I, I just don't. Yeah, I think I might about, wait. What do you think? I think I'm going to wait for news, but I honestly think, because the problem for me is if he doesn't play, I'm going to have to play Podence against Man City. Um mm-hmm. And that's not when I want to play him. Uh, you know, he's, he looked okay and was playing in a good spot for me for a five and a half midfielder. But I, I just think I, I just don't, I just didn't expect this. You know, didn't expect it. Don't know what to do. Didn't think Mo would hate Ali. Don't know. I, I mean, there's no injury news right now. So I don't know what, what I should, what I should do. Just wait for the injury news possibly. We'll see what's the situation with like would you just go to Barnes yeah I think I'm just gonna go to Barnes because I don't think I you know the other plan was maybe go up to Pulisic but now I don't know what to do with Chelsea either I'm glad I stayed yeah. away from Havertz in all honesty because yeah, yeah, that's who I job. had in my team for a little bit but I was like I just don't know enough I'm just gonna wait on that team and just go with Werner who wasn't really that fantastic either but so mm. you're happy that you don't have him I don't have him. Yes. 
I don't have them. Havertz. I, Havertz for me was just a placeholder for Pulisic. Yeah. So but now do you do you go to Pulisic or do you wait another no, week? He's yeah. no. There's talk that he uh, he wasn't didn't even make the bench. There's talk mm-hmm. that he uh, had some issues with training again. It just sounds about right. Like that's the downer of Pulisic is he'll never be anything because he'll never play more than like. <laughs> Four game weeks in a row without an injury. Or he was six kinda, game weeks he's kind of like Martial, but Martial like turned it around and knock on wood hasn't been injured for a while. But like that's how Martial was. Like you never yeah. knew when he was going to be able to play. Yeah. Maybe Pulisic should Pulisic. get some gloves like Martial, yeah. like Tony. It gives him superpowers maybe. Fucking 90 degrees Tony Fahrenheit. Tony will have gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep my uh, hands warm. Does he take throw-ins? Think, what's that? Does he ever take throw-ins? He probably doesn't. Probably, no, he's center forward. Yeah. I, I always think, I don't know if you watch Seinfeld, but for the Seinfeld fans, when George becomes a hand model and he starts wearing like uh, an oven mitt with, I think he, I don't know if he puts something in it, you know, like, and, and that's like Tony to me. Like he's, maybe he's a hand model. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to hold Allie this week. Maybe I'm, cr- unless they come out and say like he's hurt, you know, like he's certainly hurt. I'm going to hold Allie and they're going to go against Southampton. Um, and I'm just going to hope for the best. Maybe that's dumb, but I need a week to like decide and I want two transfers to do it. Um, and if that's the case where like he he's, um, you know, where, where he's good to go, then like maybe, you know, maybe I bring in Pulisic for him, you know, move Aubameyang down and then move him either up or down. I kind of got to decide with that. So we'll, we'll see which direction I go. The other thing I, I have thought about as well, would be Aubameyang down to maybe um, like let's say Sterling or something like that, and then or or uh, Fernandez, and then move Ali to Mahrez, which would be somebody I'd consider as well. Hmm. Yeah, double. Get that double um, Man City in. Yeah, like immediately. That could be interesting. So, um, let's see here. Hindsight writes in: Does the new look Everton midfield mean they'll be defensively more solid, or should we look at them more for attacking returns? We've already kind of given our our Everton response, haven't we? Like we're kind of both still wait and see, aren't we? Yeah, I'm waiting to see. I just can't. I can't figure out if it's a one off. I mean, I think that their team is significantly better. I do think that. I think Dinge to me before was not a, a pick. Like he he wasn't somebody I would have gone with. But now I do like that point that like the midfield's better. That they'll you know they'll defend better and they'll keep more of the ball. And so defensively, they'll probably you know find themselves in better positions throughout matches. And then he offers the attacking returns too, but um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say they're going to become like an attacking powerhouse. They're not going to. They're not going to score four goals, are they? In games, I don't think so. I mean, if anything, it'll be this next game, so we'll have to bite our tongue. But I don't think long term. <laughs> yeah, it's not all you're going to bite. No, probably, probably would be. Yeah. Okay. Oakwell writes, and I want to target Man City before Man United. Am I inspired or a complete Tommy Tanker? He says that's British rhyming slang for, uh, oh, slang for attention. I don't know. What does that mean? You're a Tommy Tanker. Dragon, uh, son. <laughs> there it is. Well done. Well done. Uh, whether to keep, uh, P-Dub says, hey, uh, should I keep Sala or Obbs? And should I go to KDB, Bruno, or Rashford? Uh, get Gert Lersch. I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, so a couple of questions here. Um, City players first or United players first? If you're doing things this week, Jake, what do you think? I got to go United first. Yeah. Just because the fixture, right? Yeah. It just makes sense. 
Yeah. Plus, okay. we don't that's, know. We don't know good. about Man City. I think Man United, you know a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you go with Rashford or Fernandez, you're good to go. They're going to start for sure. Yeah. Or Martial, even. Yeah, yeah. Or Martial. Right, 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 right. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, so now the next question, I think, and this is what a lot of people are wondering for those of us that have like both Salah and Aubameyang, you know, are we, are we jumping or are we dumping both of them down? Because if you want to get like most of us based off our team structure, if you want to get Fernandez in, you're going to have to move one of those two down, but then you also want like a city player, right? So you're probably gonna have to move one of those two down. So, you know, do you keep one of them? Do you drop both? What what are you thinking right now? Well, I'm two things i'm dumping obs no matter what abba is yeah. going to be out of my team so just one more week for me doesn't matter he could get a hat trick he's still going on my team um the second thing is why haven't we gotten any questions about you know will i am today three returns Whoa. you know that's i mean that's another reason why i don't think i need obamaing for the rest of the year is i think william is a perfect fit for arsenal and yeah he might get rotated but if i want to get arsenal returns i'll just go with him for four mil cheaper um that's kind of my plan so <clears throat> how do you suppose you're gonna get him in i don't think i will i don't i don't think i'm gonna have him because i think there's better options around that price point but like i don't I just don't see arsenal being fantastic for the rest of the year um they have a lot of tough fixtures after they play west ham and so I'm not going to consider having any of their attackers for a long time. So I think to me, it's still obs to either KDB, Sterling, or Bruno. I, I was honestly was planning on get ri- getting rid of Salo this week, but now after that, I just don't think I can. Um, so I'm going to have to find another way to deal with that because I'm debating like, do I just forego Bruno and see if I can make do with Rashford in the midfield? That was kind of my tentative plan like yesterday when i was thinking about it so yeah okay like it like it skipper says wild card or not wild card yeah i'm gonna say not wild card aren't you (sighs) i mean we don't know when like blanks and doubles are coming out but isn't it after game week 15 so like how long can you hold your wild card again uh, I think Does, I think this year it's game week 16 or something it has to be played at and then there's yeah. like blanks and doubles right after that so like I mean it, or yeah I mean so like you, that's kind of hard too because then it's like not going to be super useful so like I could I can see the argument for like playing it so that you can kind of get on you know price changes that's going to throw me off and I'm going to get really mad about it next week I know that's going to happen but I just feel like unless you have like five fires to put out, just try to hold. You'll be okay. Like you can mini wild card game week three and you're probably going to be just as yeah. okay. That's so. that's what I'm actually kind of leaning towards doing. I might take I might take a hit and do three transfers going into game week uh, three. It's kind of my, my thing. Uh, okay. Patty wrote leads, 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 like a hundred times. And then Jim said, yeah, I'm back of this. How many points? Haven't heard from Jim in a while. I'm back of this. How many points in front of fourth place will leads be at the end of the season? Um, I don't know. They are going to be fun to watch. I am excited. Um, as long as they all their players don't get hurt. I wish they would bolster their team a little bit more, but 
Uh, Chap writes in, for players with double Liverpool defense, is it time to abort? If so, who goes? TAA or Rabo? Now, since Rabo also is on set pieces and exceeded TAA for chances created. Jake, uh, you're on double, aren't you? I am. Are you gonna? Are you thinking about getting rid? Nope. Not gonna change. I'm not. I'm not worried. They started off slow last year. It's not gonna. They're they're both gonna get over 180 points barring major injuries. So still yeah, makes their I, price point worth it to me. I I kind of wish I would have gone Van Dyke. Um, I was a little bit worried about his like XG and him just kind of like outperforming it vastly. But I think that's just kind of the player he is. So. Do you, if you were going to move one of Trent or Rabo right now, which one would you get rid of? God. It's a tough uh, question, isn't it? Yeah. It I mean, just... I'll hit you with some data. Should I hit you with some data? Yeah. Hit me with some data. So, Rabo has had an expected goal involvement of 0.14, Trent of 0.07. Okay. So, this season. They both, just this season we're looking yeah. at. Yeah, they both had in the last match almost the exact same amount of touches. 70 for Rabo, 72 uh, for Trent. Um, let's see. Neither of them really had... Uh, so so uh, Rabo had two penalty area touches to Trent's zero, but that's pretty standard. They don't normally do that. Uh, Rabo had a few more passes, 43 to 34. Um, I guess that's most of like the big... The big things. Arabo did take five corners to uh, Trent's four, so it does seem like uh, Rabo is is in there, right? Like he's going to be taking more stuff, and that way we saw that after restart too. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Klopp has started to favor the um the, like outswinging corner, and they don't want to make Trent move across the entire pitch every time a corner comes in. Um, so yeah, I I mean I don't know who do you like. I like both. I think it just depends on what how much money you need. Like, if you really want to do it, just whatever money you need. But I think they're pretty equal. I think Trent's going to have a couple more goals and that mm. they're going to be similar in, in points per value. Trent's probably going to outscore Rabo, But I guess yeah. right now, after everything, I would lean Rabo if I had to pick. But Yeah. 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 All right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Gaz writes in: Is it a novelty if a player rises in price without playing a game? Yeah, pretty unusual, right? This year that we've got these like players that are probably going to price rise: Fernandez, maybe uh, KDB, uh, without even playing a match. Isn't it's that such crazy? a headache? Such a headache. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Um, who do you like for captains this week? Robert Hunt writes in, who's the best captaincy option for two? Aubameyang, Bruno, Martial, Salah, maybe someone else. Um, I, I, I think, who yeah, do you have ahead. it on right now? Abba. Yeah, me too. I also do. West Ham are bad. Yeah, Bruno is a very good choice if you have him, just because of the fact that I don't think a lot of teams are going to have him. Um I like him a little bit more than Martial. Could be could be completely wrong about that, but um, Crystal Palace in their back line are a little bit good, but they like to bunker. So like that fits Fernandez more to me than Martial. Um, yeah, they're also Crystal Palace's back line is also a little bit beat the hell up. Yeah, yeah, but I mean they handled they handled Ings and Shea Adams no problem, but hard to say. Shea Adams, a top goal scorer in the league. <laughs> Not quite Martial uh, status, but yeah, right. Uh, I would rather United go with a United guy shooting home, from far away. Yeah, break it, break it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's Abba or Martial 
or Bruno would be the three I'd pick from. And I don't really have any stats to support any of that because Man United haven't played yet. So, um, you know, I think West Ham's probably, in my opinion, West Ham's a less good team than Crystal Palace. So that's why I, why I like that. Um, so so that's just just my two cents. Um, all right, what are you, what are your plans, Jake, for the game week? What are you thinking right now? Wait on Alley News. Um, get him out for Barnes, possibly. Yeah, I actually like that. Um, that's something I'm looking at as well. If the news is that Ali is fine and that he's going and that, you know, that he's available, do you think that you'll keep him for the week and then have two transfers or what? Yeah, see what happens. I mean, he has really good fixtures. So, uh, yeah, I just most he keeps things really quiet, which makes me very, very nervous. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a lot of news, so I think I'm just going to have to make a gut call, hold him, or let him go. But again, I'm having to start five defenders again, which wasn't my plan. Um, so yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm doing too. So I guess we'll see what happens, huh? Yep. Pretty sad that we're both having to do the same move. Yeah, he was a big mistake. Until he bangs a brace next game week. Yeah. And then we're like, shut the fuck up, everybody. Yeah. It could happen. Um, it's kind of a downer. Do you have your um, bus team set for when you die? Yes. Okay. Because I'm not going to log. I am not going to log in to your team for you. It's fine. I'll probably have a better season when I die. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> You'll probably finish number one. Can you imagine that? that fucking podcast <laughs> I will take, be giving your eulogy though yeah and you take all my spoils yeah Jake was a great podcast host he died of COVID oh, poopy should be good alright uh, we should probably get out of here um, follow us on Twitter We Jake did I tell you we have like a lot of Twitter followers now no, you didn't. I gotta, I gotta stay up on that crap. Uh, we're, we're up well over four thousand now. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, what, hard being yeah. famous. Yeah, it's hard being famous. Twitter famous. Uh, Instagram the other dive online dive fpl.com. We just posted a, an article about the four point five back line. We didn't really get to talk about that a lot uh, last week because we did it afterwards. I think that was that was Thomas that did that for us. So um so thank you. Um, download our pod, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere else. Um, it really helps, by the way, if you leave a little like review. Um, you know, like if you don't, if you're not part of our Patreon um, and you don't feel like you want to support us financially, but you listen every week, that's fine. But like do those other things like share our podcast out and give us a little review like that doesn't cost you any money, uh, but it really helps grow our podcast and supports us um, in other ways. And we really appreciate that. So, um, all right. Let's get out of here, Jake. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.